1: 7.36am. You're listening to The Morning Run. I'm Shazana Mokhtar with Wang Xiaoning and Chong Jensen. In half an hour, we have the breakfast grill. And today I'll be speaking to Dato Indra Naresh Mohan, the group president and CEO of Trinidad Group Malaysia. Now Trinidad Group began as a cigar distributor and retailer in 2002. But over the past two decades, the company has expanded into hotel and F&B management, as well as hospitality consulting. So how are they positioning the themselves Amid the broad recovery in travel and tourism this year? I'm going to find out with Dato Indra Naresh Mohan later on after the 8 a.m. news bulletin. But returning our attention now, though, to other matters, whilst the rest of the country was working yesterday, uh, we, like others in KL, had a day off since it was Federal Territory Day. So there are many pluses of living in KL in the federal territories. But one of the key gaps for residents here is the lack of an elected local government akin to that of state governments.
2: So KL residents, they don't get to elect an Ardun unlike in other states, which can look at local policy matters. One way of rectifying this situation is to revive local council elections, especially in the federal territories. As elected, local authorities would allow the voice of the people to be heard on development projects and water disruptions.
3: However... This isn't set to happen anytime soon, as the Minister for Local Government Development, Nga has said that local council polls must take a back seat until the government has managed to revise the economy and address people's problems first. So why is there such resistance against restoring these polls that were suspended in 1965, especially now that the population has grown by close to, two, to fourfold? Can a case be made for local council elections to be
1: reintroduced in the federal territories at the very least? So to discuss this issue, we have on the line with us Danish Brakash Chako, Director at Tindak Malaysia. Good morning, Danish. Thanks for joining us. So let's kick off with the basic question of why local government elections are important. How does this um, I fortify democracy in the country?
0: Among the three tiers of government in Malaysia, the local government is the closest form of government for all Malaysian public. It pretty much dictates how the markets are managed, local roads are maintained how the training systems are regularly cleaned and also town planning hence uh, having accountability uh, for the local government is very important because right now the chat the channel of accountability is largely missing hence we direct our concerns to our elected state legislature legislators that Adun and members of parliament so in order for us to bring back the accountability and the most important government that is close to us, the restoration of the elections for that year is important.
2: And Danish, back in 1976, local government elections were abolished, bypassing the Local Government Act. So if we were to restore local council elections, will any laws be required to change and what is the due process?
0: It's a very important thing we need to be aware that the local government laws in Malaysia, there are a few of them. Uh, The Local Government Act that was mentioned just now, covers Peninsula, Malaysia. Then for Sarawak has its own ordinance, and for Sabah also has its own ordinance. Among all these three regions, and I'm just for for ease of understanding, I have not talked about federal territories. Among these three regions, uh, Sabah, has already has the provisions for elected uh, local government. And they're not subjected to the restrictions or, or the suspension of local government elections as imposed by Local Government Act, because Local Government Act covers Peninsular peninsula Malaysia. But if you want local government elections to take place in, let's say, in Selangor, then we need to find a way to repeal the sections in Local Government Act that inhibits elections. For the state of Sabah, they are free to start the local mm-hmm. government elections. For Sarawak, they need to amend the ordinance, but no need to get the approval from Local Government Act.
3: Okay, Danish, because I want to ask why governments are so reluctant, our government is so reluctant to have uh, local elections, because local gov- uh, sorry, Minister Nga Kao said that local government elections are not a priority at the moment. So why is there so much resistance, even though it was a promise of the Pakatan Harapan government back in 2018? Let's be
0: very clear. Throughout Malaysia, all local government councillors, mayors or equivalent are appointed. They are actually representing the various interests of political parties and they are home to potential candidates for the Adun and MPs. Okay. So having elections means you are displacing a method that actually allows a sure guarantee for a winning party to put their supporters in. So it doesn't matter if you have a Parisian national government, Pakatan Harapan government, Parikata national government. If they fundamentally see the local uh, council as an avenue to place their supporters and future candidates through the council system and mayors, then there is this resistance. Mm. This, if you ask me, this is the main reason why Mm. the major coalition seems not able to move past this Mm -hmm. on this topic.
3: So what can we do to push this agenda through? Are we really stuck at the moment?
0: I will be upfront. Uh, Yes, we are stuck at this moment. But the question is, when I look back about this whole topic of local, local government elections, I find it's just another reproduction of our representative democracy. And we have to really ask ourselves, does representative democracy actually meets the needs of the people in Malaysia? The answer is no. So this is something that can be considered in parallel in the pursuit of local government elections and which does not threaten or displace the appointment system at this point. So it's more of a tactical thing. So this is something that I would like everyone in this radio uh, listeners to think about it. It's a citizen assembly. Basically, it's a group of members of the public brought together to deliberate on issues related to policy. So this group of people are representative of their, the given area. I will be a friend, representative of democracy don't, don't do that. And from this group of people, they take on a one particular topic. Let's say we talk about one aspect of local government planning. For example, let's build more parks. How many parks should we build? What type of parks should we build? And this form of citizen assembly can take on very sensitive issues because it's built on consensus. Yes, this group of members of public will receive expert opinion, but experts don't dictate it. The most important thing is that out of these discussions and deliberations, a consensus is made of what kind of policy, and this policy can be put forward to the local council to adopt. So it's more than just a public consultation. Of course, there are challenges. I think the main challenge is to bind the... Local council to that decision.
1: Hmm. How I mean, how how would you see this citizen assembly being set up, Danish? Would it have to be a grassroots-run um, type of institution, or is this something that the government can also mandate and and I suppose put into practice? How do you see it coming into being?
0: Uh, let's be very clear. Uh, to make it more effective, it should be government mandate. And by the way, uh, citizen assemblies has been done not only just at the local level, but it also has been done in federal level, in other countries, on very highly contentious topics. Mm. So if it is a federal government mandate, then it is more effective saying that, dear local councils, on this particular topic, please facilitate the citizen assembly and whatever decisions they make, bind it upon. them.
1: Right. So, if they, if the government cannot say, um, bring back local government elections, then this is a viable alternative to consider in order to give back um, the voice of the, to allow the voice of the people to be heard. Essentially,
0: this is what I say because for me, fundamentally, we want the public to own a form of democracy. Right now, we are just electing. Mm. Yes, local government elections is important because that still creates a channel of accountability but it does not facilitate the ownership of the
1: democracy. Danish, thank you very much for speaking with us. That was Danish Prakash Chako, Director of Tindak Malaysia, uh, talking to us about local government elections, why they're important. But uh, in the event if they cannot be brought back, there are alternatives in order to ensure that uh, the voices of the people are heard. Yeah, but in the first place,
3: why can't we have local elections? What's the resistance? And Danish hints that because usually these posts are pointed and they can be quite useful, I guess, for political parties that are in power. But we should really do away from for, for this. If you ask me, because local elections, basically then you can hold these officials accountable for what happens in literally in your backyard. Because, okay, I live in this constituency in the federal territories. My MP is very busy engaging in federal policies I also don't blame him if he doesn't have time to look into why my drain is blocked, why do, why isn't the park clean, why isn't the rubbish cleared up. But what, what choice do we have as residents? Who do we go to when we're not happy? Because sometimes we feel, hey, DBKL isn't listening to me.
2: And I think Danish said that an alternative is actually to have something called a citizens' assembly and it's largely built on consensus and the rights and the votes of people Uh, but it will be based on expert opinion but it will be held by, by the people and it will bind the local council to some commitment and he thinks that this should actually be government mandated like it is in other countries as well.
1: I think it's a really interesting policy proposal, and I hope uh, policymakers are taking note of this. 7.46 in the morning, we're heading into some messages. When we come back, could we see Donald Trump strike back in the 2024 U.S. presidential race? Stay tuned, BFM 89.9.
0: You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app,